Hello everyone, welcome back to the Before the Pen podcast. Um, This is episode 7 here and my name is Claire um, and today I'm here with my co-host Sid. Hey guys, it's Sid. Yeah, and I'm also joined by a really special guest. Um, We have Hannah here at Semi Studies, um, who's been a really close friend of mine for a long time. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hi. So yes, Hannah's actually um, running the account at Semi Studies, and she has an amazing aesthetic feed, lots of cool like note-taking, cute diagrams and everything. Um, And so we're really excited to have someone from the Studygram community join us today to talk about kind of that side of the world. Um, And so Hannah, do you actually just want to like jump in and introduce yourself a bit? Yes, thank thank you so much for the compliments. Yeah, so my account username is Semi Studies. Um, I'm a 17-year-old girl who just likes to make notes, and I just thought sharing them on the internet is just kind of like a cool way to stay in touch with the community and just kind of like motivate myself to take notes. So a little bit behind my account, I guess I can give a little rundown of like where my username came from. So the name Semi Studies, Semi is supposed to be referring to kind of like a a half circle because originally I thought my account was going to be a little more half artistic based and half note taking based and so I kind of just like went from there in the sense that I wanted it to just be divided as like two things and then have art and like study notes kind of combined into one and eventually it kind of just evolved into just note taking because I never had time properly for artistic endeavors and stuff like that but Eventually, if I start posting more like bullet journal related spreads and stuff like that, the name will fit more. Um, But yeah, that's just a little Mm -hmm. introduction to me. I'm just a normal person making notes and trying to get through school and university life. But yeah, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, of course. I I didn't really realize that your name had that kind of deep meaning. So it's really cool that um, it has like the double meaning and everything. I think that's really neat. Um, uh, Yeah, I guess like how would you kind of describe your aesthetic in general? Um, It's changed a lot, actually. When I first started, I kind of had, like, this obsession with, like, cool tone colors and stuff like that. I was going to say, if you look down at, like, some of my older posts, you would see it, but I'm pretty sure I archived a few of those. Um, But it started off, like, really cool toned. I had a lot of grays and, like, it it was just very, like, faded out for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why I did that, but as I've evolved, it's become a little, like, brighter. I had, like, this middle stage where my aesthetic was very much... Um, like in the community I would see a lot of people using very like harsh whites and everything was very just Mm -hmm. like bright in terms of their feed and so I just kind of followed that and I used like editing tools to make it super super bright and white with like no contrast at all and then now I think as I've become older and I guess matured hopefully it's become a little more neutral in the sense that I love like brown tones and like very neutral like a very neutral vibe and so I've just kind of like tried to integrate more brown and neutral tones into my feed and just kind of lessen the editing a little bit. But yeah, if I had to use a word to describe it, it would definitely be a little more of a rustic and neutral kind of tone. Yeah, I really like, uh, I just got the chance to look at your feed before we were doing this podcast. And I just, I love your editing style. And I also like doing like a softer editing because I know a lot of people also in the bullet journaling community do like more of a white feed. I know Claire kind of has like a white feed and I just tried to like make mine different too. So I guess we have that sort of similarity. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know a lot about the studygram community, so could you like explain if there are any different note-taking styles, like there are different journaling styles, like, different aesthetics that you would see around the studygram? Yeah, of course. So in, in the studygram community, I guess, for note-taking, I know in like in the specifics of it, there are definitely different note-taking styles. I think mine is a little more of a casual, lenient style where like instead of structuring my notes by kind of like point I guess there's like people who structure it by like oh here's a definition of a point and then they kind of like describe that and then go based on like diagrams and all that type of stuff I kind of just go by topic and just throw everything onto my notes and make it kind of as creative as possible <laughs> so I feel like mm-hmm. when I make notes it's it's less of like a, a structured thing and more of just kind of like me throwing creativity in the form of like educational material into like one so it's kind of like yeah. it kind of like mediates on like two sides of like this creative and school related line um but yeah there are definitely different note-taking styles I've seen there's like I know specifically there's like a Cornell Cornell notes taking system where people kind of oh, have yeah, it I've heard of that they kind of like divide their pages by like specific content or specific definitions and mm-hmm. I think recently I've kind of also started to structure my notes um, in a little bit of a similar way. I think I kind of like subconsciously divide my page down the middle and kind of just like structure my notes in that way, but I don't really have like a specific structure. Um, but I think in relation to the bullet journaling community, there's a lot more of a different like style that people go for. I know there's like a, a more like semi-realist theme and then some people are a little more, I guess, uh, they use more like vivid, colorful tones in in the sense that like the differences between different bullet journaling styles I think is more evident than yeah. the differences you see in the study like note taking community. But if you if you look around, there's quite a few different like specific aspects that you'll see, and I think it's really cool anyway because I love to like branch out to new things. So just seeing new people's styles is like super cool. But yeah, definitely in the bullet journaling community, there's significantly more differences. Yeah, do you think, like, um, just, like, running a Studygram account or, like, sharing your notes with the rest of the world, um, do you think that's, like, helped you become a better student in any way? Or, like, is it just something you kind of do for fun? Oh, definitely, definitely. I think in the very beginning, I used it more as a creative outlet because I remember specifically my friend telling me, oh, your notes already look kind of nice. You might as well, like, do this. And so I had already, like, started Mm -hmm. trying to become a better student through note-taking, but I never really bothered to share it or use, like, a platform to share it. And then um, recently, or maybe not recently, maybe, like, a year ago, or I guess, yeah, a year ago, I started realizing, like, oh, people actually enjoy, like, what I post and the content that I post and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so in return, it's, like, kind of given me that satisfaction, like, oh, people actually enjoy what I post, and so I want to keep posting it. And because my content mainly focuses around note-taking and all that type of stuff, it continuously motivates me to continue note-taking, which ultimately helps me study for school as well. So it's kind of like hand-in-hand. It's it's very helpful in the sense that it motivates me to be a better student in school. And I think if people were to look at my grades, they would see that, oh yeah, this account has definitely helped her in terms of like her academics yeah. and stuff like that, which I'm very glad for, for sure. Um, but yeah, before it was like a very, very much a creative outlet. And then now it's become kind of like, it's also, it's still a creative outlet, but at the same time, it also helps me to study and be a good student. So that's, I definitely appreciative for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. I guess some of my friends that are also doing, uh, note-taking on Instagram, 
get like the occasional person that's always like oh people take notes like this they never get good grades in school but right right do you, I guess would you say you defy that stereotype or do you like have people that comment that to you or like have you ever seen that happen in the study gram yeah that's that's definitely a thing to think about because I see all the time I see like all these memes and stuff like that's like oh that girl who sits next to you her notes are like perfect yeah. and she doesn't she there's no way she learns from that but I think like it's it's a gradual process I didn't like when I started making notes I didn't immediately jump into throwing like calligraphy titles and drawing like quote-unquote perfect diagrams and all that stuff I started off just mm-hmm. where everybody else starts off I barely I barely knew how to like properly write anything when I first started like two to three years ago and so it's kind of like an evolutionary process if if I'll put it yeah at that. it's like it starts off a little bit iffy and then as I've like grown and developed my style my notes have become better and so in turn I've learned to study based on like that style so it's not like I focused on developing my style before I can actually like study from the notes it's like it's my style has slowly grown and so it's not like I've ever had a point in my life where I haven't been able to learn from what I like kind of creatively Mm -hmm. put on my notes so in in that way like me putting creative like creative elements and calligraphy titles now doesn't inhibit my ability to learn from the notes. So I would I would like to say I defy the stereotype. I do I do think it's kind of true for like certain things. Sometimes I will spend a little bit too much time on a specific diagram or something like that. But overall I think yeah. I think the stereotype is a little bit harsh for at least in my in my case, yeah. Yeah, I always yeah. feel like um just like even with creating kind of aesthetic notes or whatever it's like almost like a skill in its own like it sounds pretty simple but like you know when I do it I like misjudge how big a header is or like I misjudge how much content I can fit on one page and then Mm -hmm. I spill over like just by a little Mm -hmm. um do you have any like tips in general for like I don't know any like skills you picked up over over the years or even just like study tips in general like maybe about like how you stay productive or little things that you do to help keep yourself motivated Definitely, yeah. I actually have a few like YouTube video ideas planned for this type of stuff, but I think in terms of structuring my notes, for sure, I've had so many blunders in that department. I've done calligraphy titles that are way too big or way too small or just not nice looking in general, and it devo- it like I look at it and I'm just like, why did I ever do that? Um, but in terms of structuring my notes, what I like to do sometimes, if it's like a very content-heavy page, so I'll do like the title and I'll do kind of like a little summary at the top just in like pen a very simple sentence or whatever to summarize kind of what I'm learning and then I'll mm-hmm. use I'll use a pencil to kind of section it out beforehand or before I write it and this oh, especially helps with like diagrams and stuff like that because sometimes I can't yeah. really I can't really gauge how large or how small I want these to be so I kind of mm-hmm. leave a little bit of space just for that to kind of like I guess just structure itself out and then I write accordingly and so I think that's a really good tip just like use a pencil draw a line and that'll show you like where you want to write your notes what kind of like a limit is and then you you won't kind of like get overwhelmed by like oh my gosh I don't know where to put next thing yeah. or the next <laughs> thing type of thing um and then I guess for like study and motivation tips I have a few off the top of my head the first one being definitely take breaks in terms of like studying I see a lot of people who are like studying for hours and hours a day and like at least in my case when I study 
it's mo- it mostly comes from a place of like, oh, I have an exam coming soon. So if I study for like five hours a day, that's not very good for like mental health or anything like that. And so yeah, I guess what I've learned to do is kind of like, I use a lot of like um, study or uh, I don't know if you guys know what Flip It is. Um, it's an app where you can kind of like time yourself and like, I guess just divide up your study sessions in a way where it's not like mm-hmm. overwhelming. And so I'll oh. I'll divide my study sessions into like certain time limits. So I'll give myself an hour to study something and then I'll give myself a break and then I'll give myself another hour or two to study. And I just think mm-hmm. giving yourself breaks in between study sessions and study like studying in general is a really good idea because it motivates you to continue going and at the same time you don't overwhelm yourself with studying too much or feeling too unproductive if you take too long of a break. And I'm definitely subject to that all the time. I love Netflix and I love YouTube, so it's very easy to get distracted. So I think just keeping a schedule and keeping yourself or holding yourself accountable um, with that schedule is a really good idea. Um, And then one other tip for note taking is I, I find like just doing something or like finding a routine or a hobby that you can do outside of studying that also makes you feel productive is always a good idea. So what I mean oh, by I this that. is like, I um, for me, I'll say like, as an example, I clean my room as a break. Um, I don't know if most people would yeah. find this like very relaxing to do yeah. or anything, but I'll clean my room as a break because at the same time, I'm not studying. So I, I feel slightly guilty for not studying, but I'm also being productive in the sense that I'm doing something else that I should be doing. And so it's mm-hmm. it's like continuously being productive. So I don't feel like I'm missing out on doing anything that I should be doing. So that's that's like my second main tip for people who are looking to be more productive overall. Yeah, those are really good tips. I I kind of I needed those right now. <laughs> I'm struggling through a couple of classes, but I guess our next question would be about is it hard to maintain such good-looking notes or like I know Claire and I were talking beforehand how we get lazy when we're taking notes or things like that. Do you ever find, like, do you have the, ever have the urge to just, like, stop taking nice notes? Um, that, it depends a lot on the day. I think, overall, I, I don't think I see myself in the near future, in, in any case, stopping taking neat notes and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. think my, my love of, like, creativity will always propel me to continue taking I guess what people would consider nice notes and so in that Mm -hmm. way I I love doing this and I love the support that I get and all that type of stuff so I in in, at least in the near future I continue I would like to continue doing this type of stuff Um, but on certain days for sure I do get lazy and there have definitely been like times where I'll just go especially during online school because it's very difficult to stay focused while we're in front of a computer and nobody can hold us accountable Um, but there have been days where my notes have definitely not been I I don't even know if you could consider them notes they're kind of just scribbles or or like really really ragged drawings or something um so yeah yeah, there's specific days where I'm I'm just not feeling up to like making a nice note page or sometimes I'll get like halfway through one and I'll give up and I'll just have to finish it another day but overall I would love to continue making nice notes yeah um, kind of a quick question, but like, do you have like a favorite subject to take notes for, or just like a favorite subject in general for school? I know, uh, like, for example, like I hate taking notes for math because like the equations just like never mm-hmm. fit, um, <laughs> or like mm-hmm. the different like fractions is like so annoying. Uh, yes. But like, you know, like chemistry is fine. But like, what what about you? 
Oh yeah, it's it's same for me. I have the my best subject to take notes for differs from my favorite subject completely. The best subject mm-hmm. I think to take notes for for me is biology, and it's Ooh. the only science related subject I take now. And I think the reason why it's so good to take notes for is because it's so content heavy. So there's so mm-hmm. much stuff to like write about. And there's so much stuff to, like, I guess, work with in terms of, like, writing notes. And then the diagrams are also really great to, like, throw in there and make your notes just ten times better and more (laughs) nice looking overall, I think. So definitely biology is my favorite subject to take notes for. It's probably one of the only classes that I really do have to take notes for anymore. I think, I'm not sure any of my other classes really require too much note-taking, which is why primarily on my account you'll see biology notes, if not business notes maybe, but that's pretty much Mm -hmm. it. Um, But my favorite subject in general is film studies. Um, It's it's always been kind of like my favorite class. I was introduced to it in year 10, which would be ninth grade in the US, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. When I took a new course, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like media, film. I guess I'll just take media studies. And that has exponentially grown from from ninth grade or year 10 and I absolutely love film studies though I don't actually take any notes for the subject at all so you'll never see any yeah. notes on film studies cause I, don't, I don't think there's any content that would require notes for that but yeah yeah my... I definitely like um feel like certain like classes are more con- like memorization heavy and others are more mm-hmm. like calculation heavy like you know like physics is still a science but like physics is all about like math you know it's just like problem solving and then I feel like when I took biology it was more like memorization like all the parts of the cell you know <laughs> it's like how things work 100%. and so I feel like that would be so much more fun to like write down than just like UAM equations for physics or something <laughs> mm-hmm. what um, would you say yeah. your favorite subject to write notes for is um, so I really, okay, so when I took, like, U.S. history, it was kind of fun because kind of like what you said, it's so content-heavy, it's just, like, here are the facts, here are the dates, um, and so that way it's just, like, you know, me, like, writing down different people, the different laws, constitution, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but I also definitely enjoyed, you know, just, like, biology and chemistry, I feel like physics, like, for the reasons I stated before, it's just harder to take notes, and so, like, just like classes that have more memorization um, or like Spanish is like kind of fun because you mm-hmm. can do like cool colors for different like verb tenses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Sid? Um, I probably agree with Claire with U.S. history and also with Hannah with biology. I really like taking notes for biology last year. I don't think I like history as much, but I do like taking the notes for it. So that's pretty fun. But Yeah. I guess I'll like go into the next question if that's okay. Um, another kind of quick one for note taking. I'm sure you use a lot of stationery. So if somebody was like beginning to take nice notes or just in general, what are your favorite pieces of stationery or your essentials that you would recommend? Oh yes, I get this question a lot, and I, I've tried to kind of like I do have something on my story about it, but I think it's very outdated because I change it quite a lot. Um, but my mm-hmm. favorite in terms of pens and pencils so I have I have them all next to me so I can kind of like look at it if I forget but um if people don't know I love Muji and so it's like my like Mm, hot spot for stationery so half of the stuff or at least 90% of it is all from there so if you're looking Mm -hmm. to find something you'll probably find it there um but in terms of pens there are my two favorites which are both 0.5 millimeter black ink, uh, gel ink pens. One of them is from Muji, and then the other one is a Sarasa Zebra pen. And those ones, oh. I think they just work really well. I like 
writing with 0.5 millimeters just because my handwriting is already really small. And so if I write with like anything very thin, people can't see it. And I've, I've been told by my yeah. biology teacher, like, write bigger, write bigger. I can't read your writing at all. <laughs> um, so I've tried, but I think those two pens are really, really good um, for writing in general. And they have a lot of colors and variations as well, which is really great for all, all types of notes. And if you want to incorporate like themes into your notes, it's really good too. Um, for mm-hmm. headers and all of the other type of like artistic coloring stuff, I use Tombow brush pens. Um, my favorite color is like this pinkish neutral color and I think the they all have codes and so if you want to know the specific yeah. code, the color I like to use most is 942. I don't think they have specific mm. names but I got it as part of like a neutrals like skin color pack or something a, a long time mm-hmm. ago. Um, but I just yeah. thought that color was like really fitting with kind of like the neutral vibe that I try to go with so I do like that one a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And then in terms of actual um, notebooks and folders that I use, I use, uh, to store most of my notes, I use B5 sized grid paper. I buy that from Muji. And then Mm -hmm. I use the associated B5 sized uh, clear ringed binders. And so those ones are just all, every post I have probably has that. And so that's what it looks like. Um, And I like the B5 size in particular because I think it's, it's smaller than A4, so it's it's easier to carry around, it doesn't get in the way, and at the same time, it's e- for me at least, it's easier to take notes when I don't have to fill like an entire A4 page of notes. It's easier to kind of like summarize and keep it, yeah. keep it short. But yeah, those are definitely mm-hmm. my stationary recommendations. So do you prefer like loose leaf pages to like a notebook then? Uh, yes, definitely. I think I started out using notebooks a lot more, um, but I find that with loose leaf paper, at least in my case, you can rearrange the pages really easy. Mm-hmm. And so if you kind of forget to make one one note page or like a specific topic of notes, you can kind of just like literally just open the folder and throw all those pages in like 10 days later. And then you, yeah. it doesn't like kind of ruin the flow of like having a notebook where if you want to like write some more notes but you don't have the time at that specific moment and you kind of like move on you have to save a few pages and then kind of like gauge how much space you need and all that stuff and I just think it's too much for me to think about so I'd I'd rather just use a folder and just kind of put the page in and then just leave it at that but yeah definitely Mm -hmm. folders over notebooks and for me yeah, I also feel like with loose leaf pages, you can kind of like, if you like mess up really badly on your notes, you can mm-hmm. just like take it out. And like mm-hmm. a notebook, it's like harder to like rip things out. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like it's l- like less commitment. Yeah. Um, so I know you mentioned like your handwriting is kind of small sometimes, uh, but I feel like just like overall, um, you know, it's still looking looking at your feed. It's still like really neat and like super nice to look at. Thank um, you. Do you have any tips for like improving your handwriting or like did you ever like practice it? Or was your handwriting always like kind of naturally like this? Uh, okay, my handwriting was terrible um, up until <laughs> I guess two years ago, or like when I when I first started, oh. it was already kind of decent, but it has been really really bad in the past, um, and that's mm-hmm. partly just because I never bothered to practice making it nicer. And so I think what I did to improve it, I guess, or just at least change it to what it is now, is what I did is I got inspiration from other people's stuff. So like I I love using Pinterest oh, I and I think it's it's like really easy to find inspiration from people on Pinterest. And so I kind of just mm-hmm. like collected a bunch of like styles that I really liked and I wanted to mimic for myself. And so I just took 
images. I made like a, a, a Pinterest board and I just put everything that I loved in there. I had like hundreds and hundreds of posts in there and it was all just kind of like, it, it, they all look like the exact same handwriting and so I just looked for specific patterns or details about that type of handwriting. So in the handwriting I have now, everything, or at least I try to make all of my letters almost like the same um, the same length or the same height as the other or the previous letter. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's too noticeable, but that's kind of like the handwriting style I was going for. And so after noticing that, I just tried to incorporate that and I just practiced writing out the same letters over and over and over again. Um, especially, I think, like notably, I can remember writing out the letter A a ton of times, like at least a hundred times <laughs> in, in one day for some reason, because I was just so determined to get this letter A correct. And now it's just like, I've written it so many times that it's become habit, but practicing does make perfect. Whoever said that did mm -hmm. not lie. Um, it's, <laughs> it's definitely something you should do and if you want to improve your handwriting, but my main tips would just be to kind of like collect inspiration from handwriting styles that you want to mimic and then literally mm -hmm. just practice. You can even trace over it if you really need to. There are tons of um, handwriting, I th I'm not sure what they're called, they're like pages where you can kind of like copy the letter um, on, yeah, from like the page. Yeah, like worksheets almost. Yeah, they're kind of like worksheets and you can use those. I think they could be helpful, but I've never tried them myself, so I'm not... I can't vouch for them 100%, but I think they would work. Um, but yeah, you can even just like trace over letters, and I think that would help as well. But definitely practice makes perfect. Yeah, I like kind of funny unrelated story, but like I know that practice definitely improves things with handwriting because last year I was like super determined to become to teach my left hand how to write legibly and oh, so like yeah, i'm right-handed yeah. but then like i was like so boring bored during some of my classes i just like just drilled the alphabet over and over again with my left hand and like it actually mm -hmm. got to a point where it was like kind of decent wow um and then like school closed because of covid but like mm -hmm. i got to a point where there was definitely improvement with my left hand because i was like this is the year that i'm gonna be able to write with my left hand um <laughs> so maybe i should get back on that but. yeah i actually went through a similar thing i tried to get my left hand to write because i I always wanted to be ambidextrous for some reason. I was like, that sounds yeah. so cool. It just so, sounds so cool. Like, it's, yeah. it's a, such a cool life skill to have. Yeah, it's like if my right hand suddenly doesn't work anymore, it's like I can continue with my left hand. But if, if my right hand, something were to happen to it, I would be in not a good place. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so kind of taking a different turn, have you ever tried digital note-taking before? And if so, do you like it or do you want to stick to paper? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I noticed this um, this topic in the previous, previous the second recording you guys did with Clara. Um, I mm -hmm. definitely think I prefer paper notes. This could just be because I have never really had like a place to try digital notes, I think, because I don't, I don't have an iPad or a pencil or any of that type of like those supplies yeah. to do digital notes, yeah. but I do think it looks really cool and I've always definitely wanted to try it because A, saving paper, amazing, definitely want to do yeah. that, and B, yeah. I think it would be really easy to store it all and just kind of have it. Like, yeah, because it's just like on an iPad or something. Yeah, right? Because mm -hmm. I spend, like, I think probably 40% of my desk right now is just storing paper from all of the notes <laughs> that I've taken because I do... I. Like, contrary to popular belief, I do take a lot of notes, so I have a ton mm -hmm. of things on my desk, and it does take up a ton of space, and I think it's a little bit unnecessary to just have so much materialistic stuff just, like, storing 
or stored all at my desk in like this yeah. giant pile of stuff. It's literally right next to me here, so I'm just like looking at it and being like, yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've never tried digital notes, but I definitely want to try in the future if I ever have the opportunity. I've seen accounts who use digital notes, and I think it's super cool. Um, and if I ever do learn how to make digital notes properly, I would have to try and incorporate it into my feed a little bit. But I, did, I think that would be the least of my problems. I, I do want to try it, though. Have you guys ever tried kind of like digital bullet journaling or stuff like that? Because I know there are kind of like digital drawing oh, yeah. apps and stuff like that that you can kind of use in that way. Yeah, I haven't personally tried it. Um, but, you know, I've definitely seen other people do it before, and it seems kind of cool. Um, I actually, I'm not exactly sure what app to use for it, because it's, like, there's Procreate, but that's for, like, digital art, which wouldn't be, like, mm -hmm. as practical if you're just doing, like, a journal spread. Mm -hmm. Um, there's also GoodNotes, but I actually don't have GoodNotes, and there's, like, Notability, but, like, Notability's, like, art tools are a little bit more limited in my mm -hmm. experience, and so I've actually never tried digital journaling, but... I do like, you know, put little to-do lists or like, um, you know, like Notion, it's been really popular I love recently. Notion. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's almost like a bullet journal replacement because it's like basically 100%. the same kind of system, but just like online instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've recently become so obsessed with Notion. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah, I feel like, okay, one thing I've seen in the bullet journaling community, Claire, let me know if this is like, if you've seen it too, but I've seen people take pictures of like blank pages of their journal and then like go on procreate and they'll actually make this bread on procreate to like oh, post whoa. And i don't know yeah it's kind of weird to me i i didn't really know that there's digital bullet journaling i haven't really like seen that around but i've seen people do digital art and like post it on a blank page it's kind of weird but i think it looks pretty cool wow um, that's, yeah, that's yeah cool. i definitely I didn't know that that was a thing but that's yeah pretty, like i know like ash <laughs> journals ash journals does it i've seen her do it before oh, oh um, wow. i'm definitely going to look at that that sounds amazing yeah. yeah yeah i feel like yeah you'd have to have really good pictures too to make it look convincing yeah definitely yeah um and i guess just like kind of one last question um so, like, in general, do you think, like, you spend a lot of time taking notes? Like, what do you think is your kind of time commitment for that? Because I find that, like, when I'm typing notes or, like, doing things not by hand, I can go a lot faster. But then I also don't really retain as much information. So, like, kind of what's the trade-off for you? And, like, like do you think it's, like, um, for the time that you spend, do you, like, I don't know, just do you think it's worth it? Um, do you think sometimes it's better to not do as much digital like, handwritten notes because of the time commitment? Or just, like, I don't know, like, that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think in terms of time commitment, it really does depend on the day. But if I have a full day of classes, at least now in online school, um, it, it's only like one or two of my classes that actually require me to take notes. And each of those classes oh, is kind of yeah. like an hour each. And so it ranges mm -hmm. mainly on a day to day basis from one to two hours, if not less, depending on what classes I have. Um, but if I'm in kind of like a week before my exams and I have to study a lot and make a lot of notes, it will probably be in the four to five hour range, maybe even exceeding five hours and moving on to six hours. Um, and that's just oh, because wow, yeah. sometimes I lack the ability to structure out like where I like study and stuff like that. So I end up having to study yeah. quite a few hours a day, um, which is, I would not recommend. It's terrible. I had to do it for my mock exams recently and it was 
a horrible oh. situation. Um, oh. But yeah, it, it ranges mainly from one to two hours. And I think a lot of people ask this um, when I take notes. So I only have B5 size paper, so it doesn't actually take me like a full hour to make notes. It actually probably only takes mm-hmm. me like 30 to 40 minutes, uh, depending on the content and how I structure it. Um, but yeah, it takes me like 30 to 40 minutes to make one note page. And then if I'm taking notes, maybe in one to two hours a day-ish, if not less. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I'm glad that you're able to kind of balance that. Um, and I, I'm definitely like, whatever I need, like aesthetic inspiration, I just go to your feed and like <laughs> uh, scroll through and like feel calm again. Thank um, you. I, I do that to you guys too. I, I definitely uh-huh. I scroll through and stalk people all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was definitely great having you and like hearing all these things. Um, I know like I definitely learned a lot. I have some new tips that I can use now. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Hannah. Thank you for having me. You guys have like great personalities. You guys are so fun to talk to. And this was an amazing experience. Yeah, um, definitely be sure to check her out at Semi Studies. Semi as in like semicircle. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah, also like follow the podcast at um, Before the Pen Podcast. And yeah, so we'll see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.